Economic news on SAFM. Facts and figures you can count on. And we're joined now by Maudi Lenswane, who's CEO of Lehumo Investments. Good morning. Good morning, Asatina, and uh, happy Women's Month to you and, of course, to all the beautiful, hardworking women of South Africa. Thank you so much, Maudi. So Asian markets open the new week on a positive note following a positive close on Wall Street. Yes, it's a positive start. Uh, as you said, uh, Sakina, we are seeing the Asian markets return to their highest level in almost 10 years. We've not been here since about 10 years ago. So very, very strong performance that we've seen on the equity market, not only in Asia, but I mean, we've seen the same performance um, across the other equity market in the U.S. Uh, we, we've also seen the, our very own local JSE, um, you know, jumping to a record, um, a new record of about 56,000. Uh, so very strong performance that we've seen on the equity market. Uh, the U.S. job numbers uh, as well on Friday beating the expectation. And I think that's why we're seeing this uh, positive sentiment uh, this morning on the Asian session. And uh, certainly the one that I think will filter through into the local JSE as well. You look at the Nikkei. Um, it's positive. The Hang Seng is also positive. Um, there's some technology shares, um, the likes of Tencent. We know that uh, Tencent is very much related, influencing what, what happens um, here at home with NASPERS. Uh, Tencent is t- currently trading up 2.7%, so very positive. You can expect the same to happen to NASPERS. Um, and, and, and as a result, that will certainly have a positive impact on the JSE. When you look at Australia, um, also some gains there, just over 1%. As you said, um, the resources leading the gains there, leading the upside. We have the iron ore prices, um, you know, higher on, on uh, you know, this morning. So the likes of BHP, Billiton, uh, the likes of Rio Tinto are all trading positive. Um, as I said, you know, this is obviously on the back of those positive numbers that we saw from the non-farm payrolls. Uh, 209,000 jobs were created in, in July. Uh, from uh, 231,000 um, in, in the previous month. Uh, this was revised from 222,000. Uh, that was the figure that was released, but it was revised. That's the number for, Ju- for June. So between the expectation, the expectation was for 180,000 jobs to have been created. So that came well above the expectations. And most of the, when we break it down, most of the job came from the private service um, and, and the producing sectors, uh, the likes of, you know, when you look at the professional services, uh, education, health, leisure, you know, hospitality, so those were the biggest employer in July in the U.S. Um, you know, you've got um, while you had uh, the goods producing and construction se- sector also uh, adding a few jobs, um, you know, in July. Um, the manufacturing uh, industry also uh, stepped up there in, uh, in terms of employment in July. You know, despite the fact that there's been some disappointing activities in that in that sector, in the manufacturing sector, but I think why they've uh, hired um, is primarily because perhaps the, uh, there's an expectation that um, the, the demand will improve um, in months to come, and especially when you look at the uh, physical stem, stimulus that um, were announced or were, are going to be announced potentially by Donald Trump their impact will certainly have a, a very positive impact on the likes of manufacturing uh, sector. So the mood is still positive in the U.S., and I think that mood is certainly carrying um, or filtering into into the other uh, markets. Unemployment fell to 4.3% in July uh, from a previous 4.4%. So certainly uh, the U.S. economy is doing well, 
and it looks like um, you know it, it, it's continuing um, you know to do very well. Uh, the only thing that is not really coming up to the party is the wage growth. Uh, the wage growth remains unchanged at two and a half percent, and I think that's why we've had the Fed uh, continue to be cautious in terms of interest rate hike, which is something which is uh, obviously positive for us. Uh, because we do not want to see, um, you know, the Fed going aggressive on interest rates, because that will certainly uh, impact on the on the outflow of funds uh, from the likes of emerging market countries, uh, countries such as South Africa. So, the gradual pace that the Fed have uh, employed over the past couple of months is positive for us, and I think uh, these numbers um, do justify uh, the reason why they've been gra- uh, gradual. And I think it will also uh, says they will continue to be gradual in. In, 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 in increasing interest rates or normalizing their monetary policy. So positive sentiment and a positive way to start this short week. Indeed it is. And then uh, Maudi, also the United Nations announcing uh, further sanctions against North Korea on a Saturday. What sort of impact is that likely to have? Look, it's uh, obviously a very positive uh, move by the United Nations. I mean, this is one country that is very problematic um, one country uh, that has just been continuing uh, to be defiant, uh, building up uh, nuclear weapons, you know, the weapons that can easily destroy uh, the whole world within, you know, uh, within hours. And um, we know that in July they tested um, the intercontinental ballistic missile, um, you know, two of them, which were, you know, launched by North Korea. And obviously very worrying for, you know, for, 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 for the U.S. The U.S. has come out very uh, critical of uh, North Korea and also very critical of China uh, for not putting more pressure on North Korea to stop these uh, tests and these uh, nuclear developments. Um, but I think the move by the United Nations is certainly a very positive one. Um, the one that will definitely put a lot of pressure on the North Korean um, you know, leader um, to move away because it certainly is a sanction that are going to impo- impose um, or that are going to really um, uh, affect the North Korean economy. Um, they're looking at about um, $1 billion um, impact that it will have on the North Korean economy. Um, last year, we'll remember that the North Korean economy really grew by 3.6%. So it was a surprise. And, and most of the trade came from uh, China. So China has been continuing to support North Korea, and which is why the U.S. has been coming out really critical of China to say China needs to put more uh, pressure on North Korea um, and withdraw all the trade uh, with, with North Korea so that they can actually listen um, and stop these nuclear tests because they are certainly very dangerous. Uh, to the world. And um, these pressures that were imposed or the sanctions that were imposed by the United Nations on Saturday will certainly help in going, you know, in, in putting more pressure on North Korea. And hopefully, hopefully we can actually see the results of that. Indeed. We'll leave it there for today. Thank you so much. Maudil Ntswane, who's CEO of Lehumo Investments.